Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's Podcast. Kiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by one day Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted. Rondé Barber to the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Rondé. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. It's an NFL playoff divisional round edition of betting with the Barbers powered by Superbook Sports. Ron Kruk, along with former New York Giant Tiki Barber and former Tampa Bay Buck Rondé Barber. Guys, it's not too often that we get to say this, so I think we should enjoy it. (laughs) We were on absolute fire last week. You two nailing five out of six games, boom. And then some guy you let tag along each week and host the show. Well, somehow he <laughs> went a spotless 6-0. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's only because the referees decided that a loose ball uh, in play uh, should be continued. And the whistle didn't actually blow before it ended the play and the touchdown. And instead of kicking a field goal, they scored a touchdown. So they didn't cover the six. <laughs> I agree. But you're not I mean, bitter. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> only only because you get that one extra point uh, one extra win this week ron that's the only thing this matters we don't really care that the raiders lost exactly that you, that you got the extra point that's in a really, week where really we in a week matters. in a week where tiki and i agreed on everything we all agreed on everything <laughs> except for that one i know and it could have gone either way thank you referees for uh just throwing the rule book out the window in that one i really think we should probably just drop the mics guys and walk away before we make this i mean now i'm scared but uh yeah there weren't very many good games last week i mean literally that first one was the only one that kept you interested for 60 minutes the rest of them were i mean the bucks san fran rams buffalo especially Right. Yeah. They just outclassed their opponents. It wasn't even it wasn't good playoff football last week. However, that will change this week. (laughs) Great point. No, seriously, we we hope we rewarded our loyal viewers and listeners with a huge payday. Let's try to do it again this week. But before we move on to those four divisional games, guys, I mean, you brought up a few points there, Rondé. What a crazy super wild card weekend. I mean, blowouts. Maybe we didn't have to expand the NFL playoffs. I don't know. Just saying. Uh, The Cowboys go down in epic fashion again. The Bengals win their first playoff game in 31 years. We talked about the officiating in that game was horrible. And maybe we witnessed the last game of Ben Roethlisberger's career. What stood out to you guys from Super Wild Card Weekend? 
Well, I think the non-competitive nature of the weekend was the biggest thing, Ron. And Rondi was mentioning this, but you know, the Philadelphia Eagles at the beginning of the year, we thought they were a rebuilding squad that they'd probably pull up the bottom of the of the of the NFC East. They found a way to win some games against inferior teams and get themselves in the postseason. So when they get into a game against the number three seed, get blown out, what do you, what do you I mean, what do we think was going to happen? So um, we shouldn't be surprised, but I think it's cyclical. I think I think by having the extra playoff team it will raise the level of competition around the league in years to come. And it won't always be blowouts on wildcard weekend. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't say Tiki that the teams that got in the ones that did get blown out, I wouldn't say that they were mediocre, mediocre. They were all kind yeah. of the same type of teams, but they weren't media. They weren't just bad football teams, but Philadelphia played well mm-hmm. getting into the playoffs, man. I mean, there's a reason they were there. San Francisco played fantastic to get into the playoffs and we called it they had a chance to beat Dallas so if, if my takeaway is Dallas is not what we thought they were at the beginning of the year when they played Tampa close and you know number one scoring offense in the league maybe the DAC injury and his downtime took away somewhat of what we expected them to be but I, I, like we said last week their defense wasn't good enough and they got beat period yeah by the way, Jimmy, by the way. Jimmy tried to give them the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. By, by the way, I think Dallas is exactly what we think we thought they were, that they were an inferior defense, 19th ranked in the NFL. They are opportunistic. They had most turnovers in the National Football League, but a right. good team that can run the football and not make mistakes, save the Jimmy Garoppolo touchdown that he basically handed to them with the interception yep. at point blank range. Yeah, they, the yep. Cowboys get blown out in that game without that interception. They they are what we thought they were, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They made it a lot closer than it should have been. Uh, As we look back, according to SuperbookSports.com and director in Vegas, John Murray, it was a tough weekend for those guys as the favorites went five and one. And uh, so that was a little tough for them to swallow in Vegas. But in speaking with John Murray, he thinks the divisional round things could turn uh, back towards the dogs again the dogs were the ones that uh covered the most games against the spread during the regular season all right we are set to talk about the divisional round in my opinion guys really the best weekend in all of sports four games eight teams battling it out to get to the afc and nfc championship uh playoff history 101 factoid before we get going in the divisional round found this little gem over the past four years Home teams have dominated 13 and three uh, wow. straight up wow. and not against the spread, but 13 and three in the divisional playoffs. So home teams rule. We'll see if that uh, trend continues this season. We've got rematches galore. It's time to run it back. Let's kick things off with the first game of the weekend. Uh, that is going down on Saturday, 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific. The number four seeded Cincinnati Bengals travel to Tennessee to take on the number one seed in the AFC, the Titans. Cincinnati went 10-7 and seven against the spread in the regular season, and they have covered in their past five games, including last week's playoff game. Tennessee, same thing, 10-7 and seven in the regular season and they've covered three out of their last five games. Here are the odds from Superbook.com. The line opened up at Tennessee minus three and a half, guys. I saw it go up to minus four. It is back down to minus three and a half, and the point total, 47 and a half. Tiki, kick us off. 
So I love this game because we're getting two offenses that are playing defenses uh, that are going to test them, or at least maybe not test them, which is it's just a interesting yeah. thing. The Tennessee Titans give up so much uh, um, real estate in the past game, and we obviously know that Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati offense has been clicking at a super high caliber these last three weeks, uh, almost 500 yards a game he's throwing for. Last week, obviously, he didn't, but from the last end of the regular season. But we also know Tennessee is getting Derrick Henry back, and the one team that's been really bad against the run these last few weeks is the Cincinnati Bengals. So we're going to get strength on weakness uh, on both sides of the, of the football. I honestly think this one comes down to two things, the head coaches and the quarterbacks. Yep. Who makes a mistake? Uh, from both of those situations. And Zach Taylor doesn't have a ton of experience. Obviously, Cincinnati hadn't won a playoff game in, in 31 tries. And so it, the experience goes to Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans. And then the quarterback, who's going to make a mistake? I don't think Ryan Tannehill is because he's going to spend most of the day turning the ball, turning around and handing it off. Uh, and, and Joe Burrow believes he can throw this all on his shoulders. He's got this cockiness that he's talking about right now. And I would love that if he wasn't a second-year player. I'm thinking Tennessee covers their three and a half. So give me Tennessee minus three and a half at home with Derrick Henry back in the fold. All right. This is, this is, uh, finally we're disagreeing. <laughs> yes. yes. <Here laughs> I have go. to disagree with you here. First of all, with your opening statement, you said you love this game, this particular matchup. This is my least favorite matchup of the year, <laughs> of, the, of, the, of, the, of the weekend. Twins being twins um, now. I love it. I, I'm, I'm, I, and you guys, I've been doing this all year. I'm sticking with my Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. I'm claiming them. I, I, I'd even take, I'll even take them for the win right now. Look, they were outgained last week by the Raiders, which is shocking because coming into that week, they put up 475 yards, I think it was, against Kansas City, and then 575 the week before that against Baltimore. They were explosive, right? Joe Burrow is having Joe Burrow type days. And, and Tiki, what do you say about being legendary? There's only yeah. one way to do it by doing legendary stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe Burrow it has that ability to do it. And this could be one of those days. You mentioned Tennessee's pass defense, ranked 25th. They have good safeties, right? Uh, uh, Kevin Bayard and mm -hmm. Amani Hooker are really good football players. But can Jack Raggett, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, I can't say his name, it's Janoris. <laughs> can Janoris Jenkins yeah. and, and, his, and his company of corners keep up with Chase Boyd and Higgins? I, I do not think so. Tennessee this year, they're probably the weakest number one seed that, that we've seen in a long time, right? To me, they've been a prove-it team all year. You know, Vrabel, to me, has done a really good job with not a very talented team. The talent that he does have hasn't been healthy. Henry hasn't been hasn't hasn't played since week eight. Uh, AJ Brown and Julio Jones, that that trio together have only taken 120 snaps together this year. So you're leaving it on a quarterback who I think is. It's pretty average, man. They have a you know kind of bread and butter, dink and dunk, play action pass game. It, it can it be effective? Yes, but I think this Bengals defense is good enough to stop that that type of offense this week, especially if they get into the situation where they have to start chasing the game because Joe Burrow is going to do some legendary stuff. <laughs> I want to say another I want to say another four letter word, but I just I can't on this show. So we get it. You know, we're with you. The uh, the uh, the fact that uh, Derrick Henry is coming back, I think it kind of puts him in a weird position, to be honest with you, Tiki. And I, you know, Liz Frank injuries hard to deal with. Uh, mm -hmm. Deontay Foreman has had a really good season. Are they going to try to force the ball to Derrick Henry? And if they do, I, I just I just don't know that that works after sitting out for 
nine or ten weeks. Yeah. Now, so uh, that 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 Cincinnati group of young players, dude, I thought they had a strong playoff debate uh, debut. I know that I know that they. Uh, had to win it late versus Las Vegas. But for me, I think they cover this. In fact, I think I'm taking the money line on these guys. Yeah. They also got hurt on the defensive side of the ball, lost a tackle. Trey yeah. Henderson has a concussion. He'll probably be fine. And Derrick Henry didn't play for a lot of weeks, Rondé, but he's still Derrick Henry. He comes you back see him, healthy. You see, you see the videos of him, and you're like, damn, did you get even bigger and stronger? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so Rondé going with his Cincinnati Bengals, and if you've watched this show throughout the year, you know they have paid off very well for that man. I, I'm not mocking it. I, I, I've seen it. Uh, Tiki's going Tennessee. Guys, I went back and forth on this one. This one was a real tough one for me. Uh, as Tiki said, the D-line is real beat up for, for Cincinnati, uh, and if – if here comes Travis Henry and A.J. Brown and Julio Jones all back, that's a lot of weapons for Tannehill. Uh, not, he doesn't have to be a hero. Just let the guys do what they do. Uh, if Joe Burrow comes out and he just destroys Tennessee or has a great game making his first playoff start on the road, uh, I, I, I'll start the the MVP chance for Joe Burrow. I mean, it, he has uh, he has impressed me this entire season. He's going up against a, a tough um, uh, Tennessee defense. They've allowed the third fewest explosive plays in the NFL. They came in uh, number seven in total sacks. So I think the key here, Bengals O-line, can they protect Burrow? Uh, I think he gets pressured. I think the Titans offense does enough to get the win. I'm going to go with Tennessee to cover. I'm with Tiki on this one. All right. The Saturday night special matches up the lowest seed remaining in either conference. That's the number six San Francisco 49ers. They travel to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field mm -hmm. to take on, yes, the number one ranked Green Bay Packers. Weather forecast, guys, I was just looking at it. Chance of snow and temperature in the teens. Uh, not shocking, right? Mm. <laughs> Another There's a reason why they play night games. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is our first rematch of the weekend. Green Bay got a 30-28 to 28 win over San Francisco all the way back in week number three. 49ers rallied in that game from a 17 to nothing deficit, uh, lost on a, a game-winning field goal by Crosby. Quickly, Green Bay against the spread. Number two in the regular season, right behind Dallas. They covered 70% of the time, but they've only covered once in their last four games. San Francisco has covered five times in their past six games. And I found this one interesting, too. The under has come in in six of the past seven 49er games. Let's check out the wow. current odds from Superbook.com. <coughs> Green Bay opened up as a minus five uh, favorite. That number has climbed, fellas. Green Bay now a minus six, and the point total is 47 and a half. The man who owns the money line, Rondé, you're up. It's interesting that this this line keeps climbing, likely because uh, Nick Bosa is out, and we know what kind of uh, uh, impact not having him will have on this game. But to me, this game is going to come down to one thing, uh, because we know this is a, this is this is pretty evenly matched. You'll, you'll be shocked at what I'm about to tell you here. Jimmy G, if he doesn't make the key mistake, because that mistake last week was just in, inexcusable. If he, if, if he does that to Aaron Rodgers, 
<laughs> they're gonna they're gonna brutalize them. The whole team will brutalize them. I, I think we know what he and Devontae can do. I mean, it's not worth talking about. I mean, I, and I think, and I'm, I'm friends with them, so it's, I'm somewhat biased. But Matt Lafleur has been masterful in, again in his third year as head coach. I mean, it's very likely that he's going to go to the the NFC Championship for the third straight year, which is just unprecedented. And then you, not to mention that Joe Barry has a top ten defense as his first time as a defensive coordinator in Green Bay. So yes, it's not no no shock that they are favored, but look, sixteen degree weather. I don't I don't care about that home team. It, statistically, the 49ers are better in all categories except for five yards in total passing yards. Right. And that's the Aaron Rodgers factor, because the, over the course of the last seven games, he threw 20 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and he just made it. He made it look easy. But dude, the last eight games, San Francisco is out gained all but one team total yards. And that was Cincinnati in a game that they won. Right. Mm-hmm. Talk a lot about coaches. Dude, Kyle Shanahan has done a, a terrific job. It's funny you said that they are the lowest remaining seed. They, they were 10 and seven this year. Right. Yeah. People don't think of that as like. That's a good record sure in the is. NFL. It is like lowest seeded team. It just kind of shows you where they are. D'Amico Ryan's going to have his hands full, right? No Nick Bosa. He's got to be able to deal with really, though, only one receiver and those two running backs. You stop them, you give yourself a chance. They've relied heavily on Aaron Rodgers' heroics in games, specifically when they played this game earlier in, in the year. And I think they right. know that they feel like they have a chance to beat this football team. I love AJ Dillon. I love Aaron Jones, yada, yada, yada. But this being six points just shocks me. I think it, at the very least, even if green Bay does win, they, they will cover six points. So I, I'm taking, I'm taking San Francisco on the, on the line here. Yeah. Well, that's two for two because I completely disagree with you. I don't <laughs> trust Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I like him a lot, uh, but I just don't hey, trust I him. Did, I, I did not say I didn't. I didn't say I trusted Jimmy. <laughs> I just, <laughs> but but well, let me add one more thing, Tiki, because I don't know if you're going to hit on this. The one thing that San Francisco does really well, really really well, is run the football. No matter who is running the football, who he him whom he who who he he, no matter who is running the football, <laughs> they do it well. And and Green Bay's defense, run defense, is fourth worst in NFL. So there well, is that. This is where the the mindsets, the complementary mindsets of the two head coaches come to be a disadvantage for Kyle Shanahan. Uh, you talk about Kyle Shanahan's coaching acumen. He is probably the best offensive coach in the National Football League, uh, with all due respect to all those other young you know guys out there that like to claim it. Kyle Shanahan trots out what looks like empty personnel. And all of a sudden, Debo Samuel's lined up as a tailback. And he runs exactly like a tailback, probably better than the tailback who starts. And and that's saying a lot because Elijah Mitchell uh, is a stud, uh, the young six-round draft pick that's doing so good for them this year. But I think that Jimmy Garoppolo at some point in this game is going to press because he does it every game. He thinks that George Kittle is going to save him on a third down and he's going to sail a ball over the middle of the field in his own territory. And Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and the, the whole Packers you know, system is going to is going to re, is going to um, is going to hit back just like that. Right. So I, if I trusted Jimmy G just not to turn the football over. I would agree with you, Rondé. I don't. I don't. I just don't trust them, and I don't think they can get away with winning this game, running it out with schemed scheme. Because they they scheme themselves into success. They they can't scheme their way into the thirty plus points it's going to take to beat this Green Bay Packers squad. So Jimmy G's going to press. 
I think that creates mistakes, and I think Green Bay covers the six. I love it. The Twins are fighting it out this week as uh, Tiki going with Green Bay, Ronde with the 49ers. This is a big line to me, even, uh, you know, with the with the California team going into Green Bay, six points in a uh, playoff game is a lot, especially with a team that is playing so well, like the 49ers and are built for success in any type of weather with that, with the, uh, with the running game and their front four. I mean, they dominated the Cowboys. It, it changed a little bit when Bosa went out with a concussion, but they're going to have to do the same thing here in this game. Uh, on Green Bay side, of course, they got to slow down Samuel and company on the ground. Uh, they've gotten healthier on defense. That's a big key. I think they are going to stack that box and make Garoppolo beat them. And if that's the case, I like Green Bay. Um, since the Packers won the Super Bowl in 2011, guys, they've lost four straight NFC championships. That's a lot. I mean, back-to-back uh, -back the past yeah. two seasons. So. I think they're on a mission to get back into that game. Aaron Rodgers, 0-3 against the 49ers in the postseason. Uh, I'll take Rodgers over Jimmy G. Uh, and San Francisco's third straight uh, road game. I'm going to lay the points. Give me Green yeah. Bay to cover. By the way, you talk about the weather and how this team is built to run the football. Uh, it's kind of a cliche. Oh, running teams can play in bad weather. But how many games have the San Francisco 49ers played in sub, you know, 20 degree temperatures? And they say fatigue makes a coward out of you. So the hell does cold. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yep, absolutely. Great point. All right, fellas, let's keep it rolling. And uh, another rematch in the first game on Sunday, beginning at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, high noon Pacific time, the number four seed in the NFC. The L.A. Rams travel to Tampa to face Tom Brady and the number two ranked Bucks. L.A. beat the Buccaneers at home in week number four. That score was 34 to 24. Tampa Bay went 10 and 8 against the spread in the regular season, but 7 and 2 at home. And they have covered the spread in seven of their last nine games. On the flip side, L.A. 5 and 7 against the spread in their past 12, covered one out of their last three and five out of their last seven. Here are the odds from Superbook.com. Make sure you get to Superbook.com, sign up, download the app, and get in the game this weekend. Guys, Tampa Bay opened up at a minus two favorite. It has uh, The money has come in on the bucks. It's now up to minus three, and the over-under sits at 48 and a half. Tiki, give us your take on this matchup. This was the hardest game for me to think about because there's so much talent. Um, it's one thing to be able to scheme your way, as I was just mentioning, um, with the San Francisco 49ers and, and really the Packers as well. But it's one thing to scheme your way into success in the National Football League. The other way to have success in the National Football League is just to have freaking ballers. And both of these teams have ballers, uh, especially on offense. Right? You know, the Rob Gronkowski's of the world don't feel like uh, Rob Gronkowski, not the of the world, but him. He doesn't feel like he's this super impactful player, but he is the, probably the most impactful player that you've watched over the last five years in the NFL because he does things that just confound you. 
Like, how does he make that catch? The ball is past him, but he snags these balls out of the air. Tom Brady puts it exactly where it needs to be. The chemistry is amazing. Odell Beckham Jr., who is a cast-off from almost everywhere he's been, he's now in, 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 in Los Angeles, and he's unlocked, right? He's, he's, his catch percentage is 100% last week. He throws for a 40-yard pass uh, down the field. Uh, Sean McVay is having a field day using him. We thought that they would, they would suffer uh, with some of the injuries that they've had, but he's stepped right in. So this game is, is really hard to dissect and, and determine, well, who has the advantage? Uh, the answer is no one has the advantage. There's a reason that this game is is, not, is laying three at home. Like the historical, you get three points for being at home. This really could be a push, right? Because both of these teams are so equally matched. Um, at the end of the day, I think it's going to come down to who can make a play on defense. And we started to see some stuff in last week's uh, game with the Rams where their defense – was going to a ridiculous another level. Uh, your guy, Rondé, Raheem Morris, had did an amazing job of creating one-on-one -on -one opportunities for Aaron Donald. Uh, they weren't lined up that way, but they have Leonard Floyd smashing. Like, all his job was to ear hole the guard, right, for a reason. Ear hole the guard, Aaron Donald comes around, he's one-on-one -on -one with the tackle. All of a sudden, he gets pressure on the quarterback. They've done such a good job scheming on the defensive front. I believe that they're going to disrupt Tom Brady, and it's the only way to contain and control him. This game's going to be a one-point game. I like the, the Rams to cover, even if the Buccaneers find a way to win. Ooh, okay. ooh I like it. That's yeah. uh, this, 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 re this is good. Um, and again, <laughs> we didn't plan this. I mean, I don't talk to Tiki at all. I swear I don't talk to Tiki. The only time I see him is mm. on betting with the barbers. But I disagree. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Three for three. <laughs> Look, this is a rematch of week three. And if you watched week three, if you remember week three, it was bombs over Baghdad. Yeah. You know, that, that was the first time that I realized that the Bucks backup secondary players were not very good they they, they had lost, they lost sean murphy bunting early in the year jamel dean was out one uh, uh uh jordan whitehead our safety didn't play until the next week so this is like this is a game for me and and, and, I, and i and i will agree with you it was this one was hard to think about it how do you how do you pick a winner here because both teams are coming off basically master class performances against some young impetuous quarterbacks that just aren't ready to play playoff football, right? Yeah. The, like the the Raheem Morris hype though, Tiki is real. He's done a, a fantastic job. I mean, he's got four really good players. The rest of those dudes are just kind of dudes. Guys, you know, just a guy. They're jacked. <laughs> just, just a guy. guy. You're absolutely right. Uh, the 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 difference for me and why I disagree with you is one guy, Tom Terrific. Man, it's a totally different challenge with this guy. And you mentioned Gronk. Uh, people have forgotten somehow have forgotten how dominant a receiver Mike Evans is because there's been so much talent on his football team over the last two years. He's just kind of running the mill, but he's got, the, he's got another thousand yard season. He's second in the league in touchdowns. We said that last week. It's hard to deal with the horses that Tom, that Tom Brady brings out in front of you. Um, yeah. Now, the one, the one thing that's worrying, worrying me is why, and this is a really, really tough reason for me to, to really back the bucks a hundred percent. Tristan Wirfs is the best right tackle in football. He's right. got a high ankle sprain, and I don't know if he's going to play. And when now you're talking about two other Pro Bowl linemen and, and a right guard that's okay and the backup that's not very good at right tackle, who's ever lining up on that side of the ball 
is probably going to have a field day. Philly ended up with four sacks last week for a reason. Tristan Wirfs went out, and they, they were the least sacked team in the league. Now, I think the, the really interesting thing that Raheem's going to have to do, how do you deal with those two guys? Jalen's going to cover one of them. I don't know what it's going to be. The rest of it, he can be a chess piece, but I think in this game he'll cover Mike Evans and, and say, if, if one person's going to beat me, it's going to be Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski, um, and 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 here's here's why I'm disagreeing with you as well, Tiki. Matthew Stafford didn't have to throw the ball last week, right? Mm-hmm. He only threw the ball 17 times last week. They Good showed showed a, showed a, a willingness to run Cam Akers down Arizona's throat, and he did. Sony Michelle, they ran it straight down their throat. They are not going to be able to do that this week. This one, this one to me is going to be a balls flying over Baghdad type of deal because this this under is over under forty eight seems like really what what game do you expect? <laughs> yeah, great. ultimately, ultimately, neither one of these coordinators want to run the football. They do it because they have to, right? Now, this Bucks defense can be vulnerable. Yes, they got you know some injuries. Cooper Cup. Carlton Davis will probably be one of the best matchups of the weekend. Carlton Davis is a really good corner, man, that nobody talks about. Uh, but overall, they give up too many yards. But that being said, the Bucks get into the playoffs. Tom Brady hasn't lost a divisional game in 10 years. <laughs> 10 years, right? There's a reason this dude is the GOAT. And I think he's at least three points better. Ryan Suckup, Ryan Suckup has had a kind of iffy year. But I bet you he kicks the game-winning field goal and beat and covers his three points. Wow! I, I Cincinnati and Tampa this week, Ronde. Shocker! <laughs> I think I said I think I said that week one. Week two, <laughs> I think you <laughs> week five, week seven. <laughs> Not shocking at all. I love it. Uh, this is great. Um, and uh, you guys have disagreed on every game. You know, for me, researching this one really came down to a lot of points you made. The Bucks O-line and the, the defensive front for the Rams. Uh, if everyone was healthy, I, I think this would be, you know, that whoever won that battle would win the game. But the Bucks are not healthy, and that's the ultimate X factor to me. I mean, Tom Brady's kryptonite is a fierce pass rush, and the Bucks have some serious uh, issues on the line. You mentioned it, Rondé. Uh, you keep an eye on the on the injury reports because right now, as of this recording, it's questionable if center Ryan Jensen and Tristan Wirfs will play. They both did not practice on Wednesday. Check out the injury report on Friday. That could change things a lot. Um, and a banged-up offensive line against the Rams front of Miller and, and Donald and the rest of the game, I think, is going to be the key. But then it comes back to the GOAT that you were just mentioning, who is 14-2 in divisional round games. Unbelievable. Uh, speaking of injuries, we'll see if Leonard Fournette's status uh, it changes. If the veteran can come back from the hamstring injury and if he plays, that's a huge bonus for the Bucks. But I think the Rams – have more firepower right now they need their stars to shine and i think they will i'm not sure they win because that's all that brady does Mm -hmm. but i think they will cover i'm going to take the rams in this one so looking at this this, it's you like ron and tiki Tiki bullying on ronda here Just because I've been really right is. a majority of the time. So y'all talk. I know y'all. Y'all talk. <laughs> y'all like, All right, let's go get his asses. Okay. Yeah, where are we meeting is. this week, T? Yeah, I see how it is. 
I see how uh, it is. Yeah, somebody next week, you got to tune in next week because it's going to be <laughs> a lot of fun, that's for sure. All right, and game number four, we're going to bring it on home with the game of the weekend, maybe the game of the year. It's a double rematch when mm-hmm. the number three seed in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills, they travel to Arrowhead to meet the number two seed, Kansas City Chiefs. This is a rematch of last season's AFC title game, uh, which, of course, the Chiefs won in a rematch of the rematch that took place uh, this regular season where the Bills won 38-20 to in Kansas City. That was back in week number five, guys, where the Bills were plus four in the turnover battle. Big key there. Uh, Buffalo against the spread this season went 10-6-2. and uh, They have covered in four out of their past five games. Kansas City really went a pedestrian nine and nine against the spread, but they are seven and two against the spread in their last nine, hitting their stride when it matters. Here are the current odds from Superbook.com. Kansas City guys opened up as a minus two and a half point favorite, but the money apparently has been coming in on Buffalo. It is down to KC. <coughs> Minus one and a half, the over, under, and point total sits at 54 and a half. You're up, Rondé. Do we have another Moneyline special? Uh, I do have a Moneyline special on this one for sure. Uh, look, this is the game This is the game, game of the week for a, an obvious reason. This could slash should, if they could re- rearrange the, 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 the seating, seating, be the championship game, right? This yeah. could be the Super Bowl. This would be a great game. Look, Buffalo, to me, might be the best team left in the playoffs, period. Right, they're, They look like they're the real deal. They have an offense that complements their number one ranked defense. Josh Allen... I mean, if he looked like he looked last week, all, even half the season, he would be the league MVP, right? He throws for Agreed. you know 300 plus yards. He had four incompletions all game long against what we said was a really good New England defense. Guess not. Five touchdowns. <laughs> like this guy is ridiculous. And not only that, they've complimented themselves on offense. By running the football, 170 plus yards in four of their last six games—that's that's insane. This team is yeah. as well-rounded as a unit as there is in in the league, and I don't know that KC is exactly that, right? You know, if, if KC is the class, just because they've been to the NFC, been to the Super Bowl the last two years, Buffalo to me is a close second, right? And and, and, they, and they might even have pulled ahead in, in expectations. But Buffalo has a coaching staff; they have great players on offense and defense. I think they match up well with anybody at any skill position. So for me, on paper, the Bills are actually the better team, right? So this being one and a half to Kansas City, that's just that's like nostalgic all of a sudden, just because mm. they are what they are and they have. Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and da 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 and the defense turned it around. They're not better than the Buffalo Bills. And I know they're playing at Arrowhead, but the Bills have gone to Arrowhead and won convincingly last time. Mahomes had two interceptions. It was not a pretty game for the Kansas City Chiefs. And and just because they're favorites, I won't let it. I won't let it steer me away from what what my eyes are telling me about the Buffalo Bills. They 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 will cover this one and a half. I think easily. And if you're a betting man, which I'm not really, I'm taking them to win. I'm taking yeah. them to win. Money line, Tiki. All right. Are you going to join your brother on this one? Or do we have a four for four in the disagreement category? 25%. We're agreeing. Because I'm not <laughs> with you on this one, bro. 
this was I, I don't know if I've ever seen a, a perfect game. Now it wasn't actually a perfect game. They promoted it as one last week with the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. beating the New England Patriots because they scored on all seven of the possessions. It wasn't perfect because they missed two extra points. However, when you have a quarterback who has more touchdowns than he does in completions, then there's it's pretty damn perfect. Kansas City is really good, and they will be for the next half a decade because they have one of the great quarterbacks of this generation, maybe the best of this generation. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers and that crew, Brady, they're the previous generation. However, he still makes some dumb decisions as a quarterback, yeah. and, and he confoundingly turns the football over. And what we know about the Bills is that they will take advantage of this. They have an excellent defensive-minded head coach in Sean McDermott. They have an unbelievable offensive coordinator and Brian Dayball, who, by the way, I'm raising my hand, next coach of the New York Giants. I want Brian Dayball. <laughs> if Joe Shane, the executive who the Giants are interviewing, comes, you better bring uh, your head coach or your, defense, your offensive coordinator as the head coach. I love Buffalo right now. I think they went on a little bit of a they went through a little bit of a rut uh, period during the year where they were experimenting with playing with tight ends. Right, they are base three wide uh, offense. They want Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs just running around doing crazy stuff. If they need to run the ball, guess what? Josh, take off and go. They they experimented with these this twelve personnel just so they could throw some you know changeups into the mix. It didn't really work. You know what? They're better off letting Dawson Knox be a fourth wide receiver in 11 <laughs> personnel. And I think that's yeah. what they're going to do all game long to this Kansas City defense, which has been hyped because they're better. They're still not elite, but they're hyped because they've been better. It is hard. It's hard to check a team when you can just throw up a ball on a throwaway and it comes down to be a touchdown like like Josh Allen did last week to Dawson Knox. Um, I like yep. the Buffalo Bills as well uh, to cover the one and a half. All right, Tiki Buffalo, Rondé Buffalo. I felt bad that we were bullying Rondé, so uh, I'll give you a little preview where I was going with this one. Hey, Mahomes versus Allen could be the new Brady versus Manning QB rivalry in the AFC for a long time. I agree. You know, guys, I mean, second year in a row, these two are meeting in the AFC Championship, and I think that's a big key. Uh, You both brought that up. Hey, Buffalo now has the AFC champion experience of going into Arrowhead and really hanging tough with them. They have the top-rated defense in the league, you know, a strong pass rush that could give Mahomes some issues. Now, facing Mahomes in Kansas City, a little different than facing uh, Mac Jones at Buffalo, but still, uh, I, I think that this Buffalo defense is is coming into its own and really playing uh, their best football as this season goes on. Kansas City loves to blitz, and that could give Josh Allen the opportunity to get out of the pocket, and I think his legs are the key. His running ability uh, might be the difference in this game. Uh, you know, last week we saw what he did throwing for over 300 yards in that game, and leading the offense for seven scores and seven possessions. I mean, this could be the game, in my opinion, guys, that takes Josh Allen to that elite quarterback level. Uh, You get a win in Kansas City, I think that will do it. I'm going with the Bills to cover and and possibly win outright. Yeah. By the way, you you saw last week, it's not just the offense. We talk always about this Bills offense. 
Uh, last week, the New England Patriots were on a drive to tie the game 7-7. And the interception that Micah Hyde had coming yeah. over from center field yeah. on cover one, coming over center field, cover one, to one-hand one it, right, and steal it away. So I mean, that was great. a touchdown. It was a perfectly designed play. Mac Jones made the perfect throw under pressure. It should have been a touchdown, 7-7 game. We have a ball game. Micah Hyde ripped that thing out of the air, covered 20 yards, yeah. and their secondary with Jordan Poyer as well is is elite. Yep. They have yeah. been for Poy a couple of years now. Yeah, Poyer, Poyer's an all-pro for a reason this year. They, right. they are very, very good. And I'll also mention, I, I meant to say this too, Kansas City, I know a lot of people love Kansas City. Their last Two of their last four wins have been against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They <laughs> lost to Cincy, and they had to go to overtime to beat the Los Angeles Chargers. They're To me, they have been a little less than convincing, even though they went in on a high and in, uh, into the playoffs. So this is this is Buffalo all the way here. I love it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So quickly, just to recap, Rondé's going Cincinnati, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, and Buffalo. Tiki's got Tennessee, Green Bay, uh, L.A. Rams, and Buffalo. And I, it's it's the Tiki and Crux show this week. I've got the exact same ones. Uh, a, I, two I mean, favorites. You went undefeated. Ago. You went undefeated last week. I know. I we we should be. Yeah, we should be giving homage to you right now. I know. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. We'll see how this turns out next week. It's never easy. Up and down. All right, guys. Great job. Uh, let's now, as we're winding down the Superbook sports season, uh, all year long contest. We were so uh, appreciative to everyone that was sending in questions. And we've had a lot of fun with this with your to give you a chance to win a trip to Vegas to hang out with me and the Barber brothers to qualify. All you had to do is send in a question via Twitter. And uh, if yours is picked, you're automatically entered into the drawing. We got a couple weeks left. Send your questions into at Superbook Sports, at Rondé Barber, at Tiki Barber, at R. Cruck, and at Betting with the Barbers. Any of those. Great question this week. I got super pumped when I saw this, guys. Mm -hmm. This week's question comes in from Carrie Frank. And this is perfect timing in, in my world in honor of UFC 270 coming up <laughs> this weekend in California. Here's what she asks. You're both in MMA. Who wins in a twin versus twin matchup? Oh, Who, God. guys, gets their arm raised inside the octagon? And why? Tiki. Tiki. I'm just heavy. I'm just heavier. It's just I can't. I'm so I can't move. It's a weight class thing. I'm I'm stronger. It just is what it is. I actually boxed. Yeah. I had to box in order to learn how to like block. <laughs> I'm not joking. I really did. 100%. We both wrestled, but it's been years since we both wrestled. But I think I definitely win. Ronnie's like old, beat up. He played 16 <laughs> years, man. Oh man. That's why I run. I run. I run marathons. He plays golf. He has to because he can only can, walk. Can, yeah. Can we make this yeah. an 18 hole golf competition? Actually, can we make this a three hole golf competition? And that's what Ronnie, are you tapping out? out? Are you tapping no, I'm, out? I'm You're... tapping out. Oh, I don't okay. even want any. You I don't even want parts of that. I respect Although, <laughs> although the last time TK and I got in a fight. Tiki broke his wrist. Dude, I was 16. Oh. I was 16. Come on. Still, it's in the books. I was, I 30, I was 30 years ago. 30. 
<laughs> so you're saying there's still a chance. It's oh my chance, gosh, buddy. that oh, is fantastic. <laughs> We'll have to see if I can get uh, Dana White to, uh, you know, we'll have to do patch weights, you know, and, uh, but. Uh, no, that's, that sounds more like a, a, a thriller fight, not necessarily. A <laughs> no UFC question. Fight. No question. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh. So true. So true. Hey, guys. Awesome. Uh, quick reminder. If you are here in Colorado, I'll be hosting a UFC 270 Watch party this Saturday, January 22nd from the Superbook Sportsbook in the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk, Colorado. Join us for the UFC's first pay-per-view of the year. We'll have the NFL games on, of course, as well. Main event of UFC 270, Francis Ngannou battling Cyril Gaunt in a unification bout for the heavyweight title. So come on up, sign up at superbook.com, uh, download the app and get in on Superbook's UFC 270 knockout promotion. Just make a wager of $70 or greater in that main event and earn a $5 bonus voucher for every knockout, TKO, or DQ that happens on that card. And there will be some finishes on this card. I promise you that. My favorite weekend of the NFL season is here. Tiki Ronde, any final thoughts before we get to the playoff games? Yeah, this is yeah, where I, this this is where legends are made, Ronde. In order to do it, you got to do legendary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. This this weekend is so uh, exciting. I have no tea times on Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> Let's what? go. Let's what? go. Right. This is the first, people. What were the odds on that? Superbook, you got to tell me exactly. that. Exactly. Wow. 1,000 to 1, 1,500 to 1? <laughs> it must be a big weekend oh, of football, stuff. guys. Well, absolutely. Enjoy the games and make sure you sign up at Superbook.com. Download the Superbook app for the latest odds and follow us on social media. Betting with the Barbers airs on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube and at Superbook.com. New episodes drop every Thursday at 6 p.m. That's Eastern, 3 Pacific. And the podcast version of Betting with the Barbers is available on Apple and Spotify. For Ronde and Tiki Barber, I'm Ron Kruk. Enjoy the playoffs, everybody. You've been locked into the Betting with a Barber's podcast. 10-5, touchdown Tiki Barber! Presented by Superbook Sports, featuring former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki and Ronde Barber, and featuring Ron Kruk. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today, and never miss out on the Barber Twins weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Ronde Barber broke up the play. Ronde Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.